All right, I'm here with Ashley Drake, founder of The Natural Grip. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. And I had heard of you, what was it, maybe two, year and a half, two years ago when you were actually on Shark Tank. Yep, that's our claim to fame. That's where a lot of people uh, got to know about us. But we've really been in the CrossFit scene and part of the community, community since uh, the late, about 2013. So. Yeah, you were now there's probably been three or four products that are CrossFit related that have come through Shark Tank, but you were mm -hmm. I think the first and it was like really cool. I'm, you know, I travel on the weekends a lot and one of the things I do is Friday night, eat some donuts, watch Shark Tank in the hotel room, and I remember like, Oh, it's CrossFit. So it was really, really cool to see. Yeah, we were very, very honored to be selected. It's a very long process to get on the show. And uh, I definitely had, you know, one mission in mind uh, to have a conversation with Damon John because of his connection to CrossFit and all of that. So we were happy to have the opportunity. And you have a great product. How, in general, how's the product doing in the, in the, I mean, is it primarily a CrossFit product? Or are you finding it being used in any other space? Gymnastics? Yeah. I mean, the natural grip was created to solve my own problem of ripping and tearing my hands while working out. And it is, it was and still is the only hand protection on the market that's custom made to fit based off your ring finger size. So I would say we dominate the CrossFit market. I mean, that is our primary market that we are involved in that, um, you know, not only do I, I know and love, but all of our workers and employees do. And that's primarily where our marketing focus is. We do have gymnasts that, at all levels that use our product, um, either just by themselves or underneath their leather grips, depending on what level they are. We have motocross riders that wear our grips under their gloves because they still rip their hands. You know, we have uh, elite, like extreme fishermen that wear them uh, when they're holding their rods for hours. I don't really know much about that, but I just know we've we've uh, gotten emails from them, water skiers down in uh, Cabo. So, I mean, really anybody that needs to prevent their hands from ripping and tearing can benefit from our product. But I would say our primary market is CrossFit, and we, we ship worldwide daily uh, in the United States, but also, I mean, all over the world. And we have a lot of bulk distributors worldwide as well. And little known fact, if you're not sure what size to get, check your shoe size. That's true. There is a direct correlation between your shoe size and your ring finger size, which I didn't know uh, when we started this company, but I've now since found out. So yeah, So luckily yeah. for me, I had figured out my ring finger size for the you know wedding ring. But if you're not sure and you want to order, go off your shoe size. Were, right. you, were you disappointed in 17-1? You know, maybe some people wear it for the dumbbell snatch, but I bet most don't. Yeah, I mean, definitely this is our busiest time, the, you know, the start of the season. And uh, so we have a lot of people that are stocking up and getting ready and we want people to buy their grips so that they can get them broken in. I would love every workout to be grip intensive, um, not because I want them to rip and tear their hands, but I want them to enjoy the wonderfulness that is the natural grip so that they can get the best score possible. 17.1 was not grippy, but that's all right. I, I trust in Dave Castro that one, two, three, or four could could all from this point out be grip intensive. So yeah, we I'm pretty sure we're gonna see pull ups, muscle ups, toes to bar. There'll be plenty of opportunity to wear your natural grip. Yes, for sure. And I mean, with the open, it kind of ramps up, right? So um, I I think that we'll be good to go. And I think that's important, you know, for those that are getting that are newer to it, th throw them on, get used to it. I know for me. Even when I put, you know, I've gone through a couple pairs now. Mm -hmm. I, it's kind of like a pair of shoes. You want to break right. them in a little bit, make sure they fit in the right spot, and you don't want to just throw them on before seventeen two, just like you wouldn't throw on a new pair of nanos before hitting a workout. Right, definitely. I mean, the grips are meant to last for three to six months, depending on frequency of use. But there is that break-in period, um, and that, we say that takes about a week, you know. And we want you to be confident in them. These are not the kind of grips that you need to take off to transition between workouts. So uh, you've got to build that confidence by using them in workouts uh, that you're not transitioning and taking them off, you know. So yeah, the more you can use them ahead of time, the better for sure. And it's great to talk about the natural grip and and we've kind of were crossing paths and I didn't realize you were actually using my program for flexible eating. Right. Yes, for sure. Well, I Instagram stalked you for your program, I guess, for a couple months and then finally got up the nerve to tell my husband, I think we should do this, you know, but. And uh, first of all, I saw his picture. He looks great. Yes. Big transformation there. And if you haven't seen 
his or yours. It's on your social media, so you can find. It's not on the natural grip one. I think it's on your personal one. Yeah, it's on my personal, but I can send it to you. You can put it on for the nation or. Yeah. yeah. And so, so tell me a little bit about it. Where did you start? Where are you currently? And what has your journey been like? Um, well, we started uh, late September. We're about 161 days in. Not that I'm counting or yeah. anything, but the app tells me. Um, yeah, I really, I just, I follow a lot of accounts. Uh, in the social space, you know, to keep in touch with the community and kind of what's going on. And I had heard the word macro before, but of course I had dabbled in paleo for about a year. You know, I had looked into um, all the different programs out there, Renaissance periodization, all that kind of stuff. And um, we had had, we had had some success, but not, not long-term success. And um, I personally was going to have foot surgery the middle of October, and I was just really mentally kind of like upset because I knew I wasn't going to be able to be in the gym for about three months at a minimum. Um, and I was I was kind of like, well, what am I going to do? And I thought, well, I'll just I'll still go to the gym, but I'll just focus on my upper body. And then when I told my doctor that before the surgery, he's like, no, you're not going to the gym at all. Like, that's not even an option. I'm like, OK, well, now what? So I really just. For me, I guess I was like, that's, you know, I can't work on my body. So for once, let me focus on my nutrition and let me see if, if abs are really made in the kitchen. And this guy says I can get abs in the kitchen with donuts. So let's just mm -hmm. test that out. Right. Um, and that's really kind of it was just I, I don't know what um, transformation picture made me on that day think, you know, hey, I I'm going to do this or I'm going to experience take this from inside my brain and, and out of my mouth to my husband. But for whatever reason I did um, now, I wish I would have done it earlier. I wish I wouldn't have had that hesitation, you know, um, an analysis uh, paralysis by analysis. Right. I wish I wouldn't have had that. Um, but I told him, I said, listen, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but this guy says we can eat whatever we want. And we decided to need to download his videos and figure it out and we'll lose weight. And he was very skeptical, you know, one, cause I'm, Change is scary and irritating and frustrating, but also because it was another thing, right? Another diet type of thing that I was going to put him through. Um, but like any good husband does, he was supportive and um, we we got started. And I really thought like, and what I told him was, let's just track our numbers. We, we eat healthy. We can't be that far off. And what we both quickly realized is what we thought we knew about protein or food or what we like sweet potatoes were so good. It was like, I can't eat a sweet potato. I don't have the fats for that or I don't have the carbs for that or whatever. So it made us start looking at things differently. Um, he started at 220. And as of this morning, he's down to 192. Um, I started at 153. And as of this morning, I'm down to 129. Uh, so my goal is to get to 120, not because I really care about 120, but you got to pick a goal weight. So I was 120 in high school and thought I looked pretty good. So I just picked 120 again. Um, Justin hasn't been 185 since high school as well. And so he said, go big or go home. And so that's what he picked. Now he thinks maybe 165, but he never thought 185 was even achievable. And now he's really close to it. So um, I'm really glad that we both have done it together because it's, you know, there's a lot of macro conversation, but uh, it, at least he knows what I mean when I say I don't have the carbs for that or I don't have the fats for that or, um, well, I'm going to save up for breakfast and lunch so we can have sushi for dinner or something like that. So we're really living the journey together and we're both seeing success with it. In the past, the guy always drops the weight and the girl sits in the corner like, yeah, well, nothing's happening for me. But for us on this one time, um, and we've been married 11 years, this is the first time where we've been able to kind of progress together. So that's very exciting and um, has, I guess, made us closer, but also just improved our overall relationship with food too, I think, um, and how it affects us. So. Well, you said a lot of great information there. I think one of the best things you said was, it's helpful when you do it with someone else. And not just, you know, I tell people, you can do this because you can eat the same you know, people, when they are going to start a diet, they're like, oh, but my wife or my husband eats this and I can't eat. You can eat the same food. You just have to keep track. But the right. other beauty of it is that common language and understanding, you know, when Roz and I go out, we understand what what macros mean and, and what type of food we want. If, and, you know, sushi is a great example. You need to be ready to save some carbs. There she is. Right. <laughs> so yeah. what, what was it like? 
convincing someone, but for, before that, what was it like convincing yourself? Because it is a pretty drastic, you know, culture shock when you come from paleo, like both of us have, or just, you know, clean eating in the past. So what was that like? Yeah, I guess for me myself, it was just, I don't know. I spend so much time on social media. I, I want what I see on the feed, right? You know, I want to look like all those elite athletes that I deal with on a daily basis, not because I want to be on the field necessarily, but they look good. And I want to, I mean, who doesn't want to look like Stacey Tovar or Sheila Barden? You know, I mean, they look great, you know? Um, and so you get that constant, um, you know, visual and I, and I want to be that. Um, and then you see your stuff come through of, oh, we can do that. We can do that. You know, and it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe this is the connection. And when you've tried everything, see, here's the deal. Like, I just didn't try that stuff and just do it for a month and be like, oh, this isn't for me. I mean, I was paleo hardcore for like a year. And I really think it kind of made me a little mental because I would feel so guilty when I stopped and got that chicken soft taco at Taco Bell. I'd, almost to the point, like, I wouldn't even tell anybody that I ate that taco. Um, but I just needed it for my sanity, <laughs> you know? And so that was for me. I just kind of, and then the surgery part of it was like, well, let me try this. I have nothing to lose right now. Now convincing him, yeah, that's never really easy, but it's an, uh, it briefs well. So I'm active duty army, right? So in, in my world, does it brief well to say, okay, but listen, you can do this and literally you can eat whatever you want as long as it hits these numbers. You know, at first it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, really, you can. That's what he says. So let's just do it. And if you think it's that ridic ridiculous, then just prove me wrong. You know, so I kind of played to that angle of it and um, it worked. And then he realized real quick that he had to kind of focus a little bit to be able to hit those numbers. And, and luckily, it doesn't take long to see a weight loss. You know, um, we had like we were okay with weigh, weighing in every couple of days. A lot of people have they're scared of the scale, so they don't weigh in. For us, we weigh in every day or every couple of days, so we were seeing the progress steadily, um, and so that that kept us in a good place mentally and kept the momentum going. So when you say that, what was when was he finally convinced? I think when I said just eat like you here here I've watched the videos I've done your math just eat like you normally do and and just let's see if you can hit your numbers and then that first day he couldn't he couldn't hit his numbers you know that first day he could hit the carbs and fats like everybody can but he couldn't hit the proteins you know um, and I think that's probably a reoccurring theme with everybody I know it definitely was for me as well because um, of course I'd rather eat uh, a big bowl of pasta, you know, than, <laughs> than focus on getting my protein shake or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think that that was eye-opening for him. And then it became a game for him. Then for him it was, okay, you say I can eat whatever I want. I am going to eat whatever I want, and I am going to hit these numbers. I think and mentally he was like, I'm going to prove her wrong. But then while he was doing that and hitting his numbers, he was losing weight. So then it was like, okay, well, I can't really argue with this anymore. And that happened really quickly for him. He didn't lose all 20 pounds in one week. I don't want to paint that picture because that's not true. We're, right. 100, we're 161 days into this. So it was really funny to me because I wear, I wear my military uniform all day and, and no one said anything to me while I was losing this weight. The day I went back to the gym, so I'm like 130 days into this, I step back into the gym and all of a sudden everyone around me is like, holy shit, what happened to you? Like, where have you been and what have you been doing? And I'm like, I had surgery. Uh, and they're like, no, you've lost a lot of weight because I'm in workout clothes. They can see, you know, like they can see it was the first time I had gotten a compliment. I went 130 days and no one had complimented me other than like Justin, you know, and, um, then all of a sudden, everybody wants to know what you're doing, where you get, where you got the information, how you did it. You know, all of a sudden you're the cool kid or whatever. Yeah. But no one cared for the first 130 days, or no one noticed for the first 130 days. So um, it's it's not an overnight thing, I guess. And now that you've been doing it for 131 days, is it something you feel you can handle forever? Yeah, I mean, we're at 161 days now, and yeah. I do. Yeah, now I do. I mean. I, I don't see why not. I guess now where I'm at is um, like 
I was really, I could, I knew I wasn't going to struggle with the protein number. So I set it at a hundred. Once I started breaking the protein number, I took it to 115 and I just recalculated for 120 to match it with my goal weight. So now my mental goal is I need to get to 120 because I want to start adding macros back in. You know, I hear you and Ross talking about that and I'm like, okay, well get to your goal weight, Ashley focus, you know, get as close to zeros as you can. Uh, this week, mentally, I want two zeros and one one on every day. I don't care where the one falls, but I just that's just a game I'm playing with myself. It just keeps it fun, right? And so then I want to get to 120 so I can start adding macros back in because I, I it's not that I'm dying to only eat, you know, 1,300 calories a day. I'd love to eat more than that, and you say we can, so but I'm just not that far in the process yet. Um, and I'm sure I'll be hesitant just like everyone is when they get to that point because you work so hard to get there. But and you're close. You're definitely close. You know, if your if your weight is still moving and you're feeling good, I would say just continue with where you're at. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to hit your goal weight to start adding food back in. Right. But it, I think for most people, it's a little more easy to to comprehend because they're not so worried. Like, okay, I'm at my goal weight now. I don't have to at least freak out if I if it moves a little bit. Yeah, I mean, as a CrossFitter. I I had been I hadn't worried about what the scale had really said, right? Because I was worried about what the bar had said. But in the process, I got fatty. <laughs> you know, I mean, I got fatty. So I understand the mindset of like, and I have a daughter, and I don't want her to be obsessed with what the scale says because that's not what it's all about. But um, there's definitely you can see a difference between my starting picture and my current picture. And I'm still my my lifts have gone up, and I'm still. I mean, I now I can say I I can do a body weight squat clean when before I couldn't say that you know so that sounds even a little bit more impressive I guess but I plan on still gaining strength I don't plan on turning into like a stick and you know becoming a marathon runner <laughs> or whatever for sure. You know? for sure and you can see it you look more muscular you look lean it's 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 going very well and right and as we were discussing before we got on now your mother's involved right right yeah it, people see what you people that know you, especially that are really close to you, you know, me and my husband have been married for 11 years and Justin's never been 185. You know, he's never been this, he's never been skinny like this. And all of a sudden they look at you and like, what are y'all doing? You know, they see you on Skype or they come and visit and they're like, whoa, uh, hi, <laughs> you know? And so they want that. They want to have what you have as far as, you know, everybody wants to look good naked, right? And so, um, yeah, they're, they get very interested very quickly. <laughs> So when people say that, because you're right, it's like, hey, this is what we want to, we want this. And it's very simple, like, hey, okay, just do it. What do you think is the reason people aren't doing it? Uh, you know what? I just had a conversation with Justin about this yesterday, and I was probably a lot more animated than I am right now. But it's just their own mental bullshit. You know, I mean, I hate to cuss like that, but, like, that's really – I. All these people want to come up to me and say, give me all the information. How did you do it? Did it? And then I start talking to them. And like one guy that I work with, for example, he's he's mentally he's there and, and he's he's doing it, but he's a weightlifter. And so his thing is, well, I got to have I got to, you know, ass moves mass. I've got to be big to lift heavy weight because that's what society's told him. I have to be a big weightlifter if I want to move big weight. Now. I look at him and I'm like, well, those smaller CrossFit guys are lifting more weight than you or they're putting up higher numbers than you. So what's that? And he's like, yeah, I, I, but but they were athletic before or they they're just, it, you know, he <laughs> that's just what he's told himself or what he's been hearing or what he's what's been put on him. Other people, you know, they have their own like roadblocks. Well, yeah, I want that, but I still want to drink a bottle of wine a night. Or I want that, but I don't want to have to track my food. Or I don't want to have to eat what – I don't want to have to pick my food based off of what macro bucket I have left to feed. And it's just like last night I was so frustrated because I'm like, well, then don't sit here and tell me you want what we what we have. Like if you want what we have, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this is work. I'm showing you this is work. You're the one. I'm not wearing a sign around that says, hey, talk to me about my macros. You came to me and said, you look damn good compared to what you used to. What did you do? So I'm, I'm laying, I'm opening the book. I'm telling you what I did. 
And then you want to come at me with, well, the app's $9.99. Well, I need to be heavy to be a good weightlifter. Well, I don't want to have to track my food. I don't want to be held to those parameters. Okay, fine. Well, then you don't want to do this. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything for you at that point. But I, but I want them to have what we have. I want them to feel good like we do, you know. So I try to. I try to teach, coach, and mentor on my 161 days in, right? And I try to say, well, look at it this way. Or, well, you're really eating those calories anyway. Let's just recompartmentalize them into these buckets. You know, and I try to, I try to get them there. But if they're going to put their own roadblocks or excuses or whatever or BS, then I can't, I can't do it. You know, I can only do so much, I guess, you know. Well, you, I don't know what, Roz I'm migrated like, over uh, here. <laughs> As you were talking, I think you I don't, what, did, what did you come over here for? When I come across people like that, all I want to say to them is just, okay, yeah, sure. How's that working for you then? You just keep on with your life doing your shit. How's that working for you? Like, you're complaining about not having the body that you deserve or want. Like, right, yeah. right. You know, I mean, I... I wanted to eat all of my Ben and Jerry's ice cream like sliced last night, but I had to cut it in half to to get to my macro number, and I ate the other half today, and that's okay. Like that's okay, you know. It the the world still spun. I got to eat my ice cream. I didn't. I you can have everything you you know anything you want, just not everything you want, right? You know that's what y'all say. So that's what I tell these people, and I just don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're not staring a surgery in the face. Maybe they're not at their their breaking point. Maybe they say they want what you have, but they're really okay with where they're at. You know, if they're okay with selling with where they're at, then at some point I'm like, I don't really know if there's anything I'm going to say that's going to make a difference. But don't come at me like I want what you have, and then you're not willing to, like, do it, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and, you know, that's why, you know, Roz and I have jobs. That's why you have jobs. You have you know, it's all the same thing. People, people want the easy path, mm -hmm. you know, and that's right. And, and luckily for you, there's CrossFitters out there that don't. That's why they have ripped hands. And, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, but I mean, well, but I like you, but as far as flexible eating, I mean, it is the easy path though. This is really not that <laughs> difficult. <gasps> I'm not, you're so on board with that, but it's, I think for some people, it's that it's it is a big change, right? And it's that whole thought process of I have to log all my food in my phone. Like I don't know. I've been I've been in the nutrition world and so conscious of food for so long. I think for and like similar to you coming from that paleo background, it's like well, this makes it easier now. I know how much to eat, whereas that right. concept of just eating well and fueling your body with the right amount of food, that is so foreign to a lot of people in itself. So right, people are scared of, uh, I think, of opening that those kind of doors up, I guess. Yeah, no, I completely get that. I mean, there's definitely, there's, there's a learning curve a little bit, but it's almost like I want to make a chart and say, okay, yes, you have to log what you eat, but the app automatically updates for you and on the pro side. And on the con side, I want to say you don't have to spend – you know, $300 getting special, you know, oils or whatever to cook your paleo food, you know, I mean, we've all been there, right? You know, it's like, okay, are you in, it's like, if your child's um, dance recital goes late, it's okay if you have to stop at McDonald's versus over here, the world's going to fall apart because you don't have a pre-prepared meal or something like that. You know, I mean, it's like if we made a pro or con list, I really feel like by the time you wrote it all down that this flexible eating is more sustainable long term and there's a lot more pros on this side and it's just getting people to understand that because it's you know I'm not I'm not making you like I'm not telling you can you can only eat these certain foods I'm not putting those parameters on you I'm not telling you here's the only five recipes you can cook yourself I'm not putting those parameters on you I'm not telling you when to eat your macros I'm not telling you how to eat your macros I'm not telling you it's like I just want to ramble off all these things I'm not telling you to do and you're coming to me with some crazy stuff it's like I don't I don't know what I want it's like you're actually on well I was gonna say I was gonna say <laughs> you could be our spokesperson fortunately <laughs> Fortunately, CrossFit is still growing, and people are going to continue to rip their hands. So I think the natural grip will be there. But if, right. if, if CrossFit gets rid of pull-ups for some reason, you come join us on the road. All right. Well, you know, I feel very passionate about it for sure. And, I mean, it's it's made a difference for me. And I I want 
to help spread that gospel. I read, yeah, I guess, you know, I mean, I don't want to, it's not that it's a cult or anything cause it's not, oh, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you drink some Kool-Aid every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're going to hopefully see you soon in Louisville. We're talking about the road trip and yeah, we're saying that's one of the, you know, that's our destined, one of our des destinations. And we'll make some stops along the way. So it's going to be fun. And I want to see the, the plant and everything going on. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Not only are we like this hot spot for CrossFit, there's like 20 boxes here, but um, I have all these people that want to ask you all these questions. So we'll definitely have to set up a seminar. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be cool. great. Anything else to ask, uh, Ashley? Anything about the grips or no. nutrition? I love them. Yeah. She. Is I, I got my first um, Chester Bar pull up with them last year and uh, my first. Bar muscle up last year. In the open. Oh, yeah, awesome. So, awesome. Hopefully yeah. It's going to get me my, my first ring muscle up this year. <laughs> I think so. And like I was saying earlier, I think she had her headphones in, but uh, she's the one responsible for all those amazing pictures. She, oh, yeah. She's good with that. But like I said, we don't have a dining room table. We just have her, <laughs> We have, we have Roz's office and then her workspace <laughs> over there. So it's going to be tough to, to live out of a car. We'll take that thing. <laughs> so, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure. Well, there'll be more nature photos exactly, than I guess maybe. Exactly. The the outdoors will, will yeah. be my studio. Has anyone tested the natural grip on trees? Ooh. Right. See? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, how much bark's on that tree? We'll yeah, have to figure we'll, that out. We'll, for sure. down a we'll, we'll, we'll find down. a smooth tree. So obviously you're passionate about that, and you're almost done with your military career. Is that true? Or wrapping mm -hmm. up? Yeah, um, I'll get out of the service this year. Um, I guess uh, August 14th will be the last day I wear a uniform, and then the Army will stop paying me in, at the uh, first part of October. So, yeah, I'm um, excited. It's a good good time to transition, good time to kind of close that book. I'm very thankful for the military and everything it's taught me. Um, I really did. I thought I was going to be a lifer. You know, the goal was to be a lieutenant colonel. I'm a major now. Um, but we had a daughter. Things change. You know, she's, she's six. And... Um, yeah, I want, she's very connected to the three musketeers that we are, and we don't plan on having any other children. So, um, you know, you make different decisions along the way, but I'm excited to kind of close that out and move move forward with the natural grip and everything that comes our way from there. So. Yeah, well, I don't think there's, you know, a much better lesson than teaching your child to be an entrepreneur and to work hard. And now, We've taught her good nutrition as well. So, oh my gosh, she talks about the macros. Funny story, which I'm sure that this is coming from a six-year-old. Mommy, do you want some of my M&Ms? I was like, no, honey, I don't have the macros for it. Oh, it's okay. Just don't put it in your phone. <laughs> you won't know. The phone won't know. I'm like, but honey, my body will know. Well, but you'll still have the numbers on your phone. You'll be fine. And I'm like, but my body will know, honey. Like my body will know of the fat or the carb. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like her. I like her. That's my kind of girl. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get along just well. And I think whether you're six, Roz is 32, and I think she subscribes to the same theory sometimes. So um, she she threw some M and M's. Out. You had something with M and M's last night, and I don't know if they were in her app. But um, the most painful thing I've done since I've started this was last Friday. It was my mother-in-law's birthday and they were in town and I had a Gigi's cupcake and that's like a chain cupcake place. And I logged it. It was 107 carbs. I was the worst I've ever blown my numbers. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is one cupcake with 107 carbs. But you know what? I'm not defined by that one cupcake. It's okay. That one cupcake's not going to bring the 20 pounds back on me. It's okay. You know? And then next morning I was like, not up at all, you know, not because now I'm not saying go eat cupcakes every day, but it was okay. <laughs> you well, know? And A, what that is telling me is you are bordering on the ability to reverse. Mm -hmm. Just, well, you and we can talk about that offline, but right. when someone tells me, hey, I had a day and I went over and, and my body weight went down or didn't move, I'm like, that's a good sign. So mm -hmm. we'll definitely talk about that. And okay. You know, and I think a bigger picture, like you said, is you're you're just creating a better relationship with food because even if you're over a little bit, you know what you ate, and it probably kept you in check for what you were going to eat the rest of the day. That's what I tell people. Right. I need to track because if I don't track, it becomes a free-for-all. Like, I just eat anything I want because I'm not keeping track of it. Where even if I'm 
right. on the road and not exactly sure what I'm eating, I'm better off putting something in there than than not keeping track of anything. Yeah, I mean, when we're talking about the pros and the cons, I mean, for once, nutritional labels matter because it gives it a context to matter. Before, it's like I look at a nutritional label, think about, you know, getting a handful of nuts or whatever and I'm like oh well that's healthy in its like and maybe that's healthy in its one singular form but we're talking about your body doesn't determine if you're fat skinny overweight healthy based off of one thing at a time it's the totality of all of that and so before if you look at the nutritional label and you're putting stuff into your into your shopping cart and I've done this before. I didn't really know what to look at. I wasn't looking at just three things, carbs, fats, and proteins. I was just looking to determine if it looked healthy, if the packaging told me it was healthy or whatever. But then I get home, I make meals, and I think back of that of that now, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, those were horrific. Those were I probably blew all of my carbs in one dinner, not because I was eating cupcakes, but just because of the totality of healthy food that I, that I thought I had. Now, with you have these buckets, these three things, and you're like, I'm not, and I look at fats, like fats are, are uh, near and dear to my heart. I only have 35 of them in a day. So I'm like, I'm not spending my fats on that. Like I'm not committing my fats to that. Or I want to have 47 carbs on that cup of, of mac and cheese, you know? Um, so it's like, I, I, you just, it gives it, it gives it boundaries and it, it gives it a reason to make sense and for you to care about it. Because before, it, when you're not tracking it, what, what are we really supposed to? Can someone tell me what we're supposed to be like gaining out of the nutritional labels if you're not putting them in some kind of context? That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, because I'm sure everybody is thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Like, it didn't really matter before, but now it matters a lot. But but why? Why am I 32 and it just now matters? Why am I 32 and it just now matters? That's all I'm wondering. Like, that's all I'm wondering. Right? I'm actually worried. I'm worried for my job because Ashley's gonna take over Oz. No, I'm not. I'm just no. I'm I'm not. I'm just saying like. He's gonna, it's like when a small revolution starts, but then someone comes and kills that leader and then takes over. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. She's military. Her hands are protected. I'm worried. I'm gonna take like my samurai sword off and I'm gonna like. She's already raising a six-year-old, right, to do this. Like the two of them. You got three generations now. This is true. You, you know, your mom, you and your, you know, your daughter's probably not tracking. Well, her tracking method might not be as. <laughs> but no, uh, she told me she thinks it's funny because she's six and she just wants to get bigger, right? Every kid wants to be bigger, and so to her, I don't need to track my macros because I'm I'm bulking up, you know. In her mind, like she wants to get bigger, right? No, you know, so she oh. she says she doesn't have to track her macros. But I know, kind of off tangent on that. It's funny though because regardless of your goal whether it's to lose weight or gain weight or to sustain eating the right amount of food is what's going to help you get there and i i would rather help someone lose weight than gain not because it's because i prefer it because people that think they want to gain weight don't actually want to gain weight when it comes time to eating food you know? right well i know i eat i mean we've all met that guy no i eat a lot like i went out with my buddy He's, he wanted to gain weight, and he took half his burger home while I'm eating dessert. And I'm like, this is why. You know, you, you don't right. actually So it's true. Right. You know, whether you're six and trying to get bigger or a male trying to put on size, eating the right amount of food and having an understanding of it is what's going to set you up for success. Right, and having those parameters, even what those, okay, you say you want to gain, well, then eat to those levels. If you really want that, if you, wanna, if you want that, then eat to those levels. Exactly. Whatever, th whatever that is, I guess. Yeah, and we'll get your husband speaking. I was just thinking to men, but we'll get your husband. He's going to be reversing too. You guys are going to, you know, that's when I think the truth is I tell people, hey, you can't eat anything you want and you fit in a Gigi's cupcake and we've had pizza and stuff like that. But the it's challenging when you first start. It, it is. It's not easy. You know, your cupcake destroys your numbers where for me, that's a, you know, a third of my carbs. I still have plenty left. And that's you know, when Roz and I started dating, she was at maybe 1,100 calories. And she would figure out I'd have one donut, a half a donut, and look at me like you know, I was an asshole eating three donuts. But the fun comes from when you do this long enough and you start reversing. That's when you're like, I can have a cupcake and still be great today. Right. And we'll get you and your husband doing that. It's going to be it's a whole new world when that happens.
Right, and I'm excited to get there, but you have to earn to get there. I, that's what I feel like. I've got to earn to get Absolutely. there. I don't want to do that too fast, and then because I I do want this to be a permanent lifestyle change because I don't have anything else. There's no one else I'm stalking on on Instagram that's going to take your place, right? So I really I need this to work, and I want this to work, right? And I feel like it could be long term, right? And so I don't want to I don't want to get that reward too quickly. But that's funny you say that about like. Uh, you can't have like you can't have that cupcake or that pizza all the time because the second week my husband he was fired up at me one day and he was like you know you say you can have whatever you want on this but that's not really true because duh, 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 you know and he just went off and I was like okay well I guess you didn't plan it properly I don't know you know I mean I, I didn't really have anything to say to him about that but and um you know and so we've had that conversation is this a diet and I guess that would determine my, what your definition of diet is. Yeah. I would I would argue it's not a diet because I feel like a diet is more restrictive. But I think everybody has their own personal definition of what a diet is. Absolutely. You know, and like, you know, true definition is probably just what you eat on any given day. So whether you mean to be or not, you're on a diet. And my answer is, sure, it's, it's a diet. But what other diet allows you to lose weight while eating donuts? You know, and, and like you've kind of said the entire time. It's harder than not doing anything, but you're asking me about this because you're not happy. So right. your, your option, like Ross says, is how's that working for you? Well, you're unhappy, you're miserable, and you look like crap. So, <laughs> you know, so, so keep doing that or join us for some donuts and get abs. Yeah, I mean, I feel for I feel for you because you probably have like a thousand more people coming at you with that kind of stuff. You know, I just have like my small spurt circle of people that see me and I live a pretty cocooned world or whatever. But I mean, it's everywhere I go. So I can only imagine <laughs> what happens. I'm, I'm lucky enough at this point that by the time people reach out, they've kind of bought in. They see it. Mm -hmm. We've put enough information out there that they're like, all right, just tell me what to do. So you're right. like the... Uh, the, the maven out there telling people about it, but they don't really, you know, same, same thing for me with the natural grips. No, look at my hands. I have no rips. Right. I use this now. That can't work. Well, throw a pair on. Right. That's true. You know, and we get that. It really, I guess I never thought about it that way, but it is a lot like that. I mean, we, fin we started the company in 2013. We spent the whole, I feel like I spent the whole first year just making it cool to not rip or tear your hands. And finally, I feel like we've really, we established that because I was that person. I mean, I was that person when I started CrossFit. Of I took the picture of my first rip and I posted it and I was like, look how hard I work today. And then I wasn't in the gym for the next week because I couldn't even wash my hair because my hand hurts so bad or whatever. And then I and then I realized, okay, enough is enough. I have to do something. And I and I solved that problem. And um, but the the community it still thought it was cool to rip or tear their hands you know like this community the primary market they they are still thinking paleo they're still thinking zone they're still thinking all of that stuff you know and so it's like but but wait a minute it's not cool to rip or tear your hands or wait a minute that's not that that what you're doing eating wise that's not long term you know and so there is a lot of similarities but now now just now within the past year and a half or two years someone posts a picture of a ripped hand and the first thing that starts happening is they're tagging the natural grip. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is cool. You need to get the natural grip. And finally, like when I started seeing that, I was like, we've, we've made it, you know, forget shark tank, forget all this other stuff that's happened. Like we've made it, we're changing the culture. And so I'm sure there was that like light bulb moment for you, right? Like where you're like, okay, I'm changing the culture, you know, um, was there? I mean, uh, yeah. You know, it's a great question. I mean, when I talk to someone like your mom, who's a little bit older, and she's yeah. like, I've researched you and you know what you're talking about. I think those kind of, you know, phone calls remind me of it. You know, it's, it's, it's like you, you just, your head down as you're, and you're grinding on it, whether it's a product or a service, you right. lose sight of all that. But I think for both of us, we're, because of social media, we're reminded of it when I get tagged in a picture or, you know, someone, you know, sends us a text or an email, you know, Roz and I get emails all the time of, how we're changing their life. So it is really cool. And I, you know, I do remember ripping my hands and taking pictures of, it. and then you realize, right. you know, what I tell people is like, you're injured. It might not be right. as bad as a broken bone, but you're not training for a couple or you're squatting, you know, and 
the hair hair washing is the I'm, I'm gonna post a pic on uh i'll do it maybe on thursday my worst rip ever and i'll tag you know <laughs> that one bad rip that did you see that picture that was before i knew well when i knew you but before we were together it like half my hand is gone oh my gosh please it, put a big red x over it though like yeah so they can see like don't do that <laughs> I'll, I'll post it because when i posted that before people think it's fake and it was like just doing muscle ups came down and I felt that entire piece just move on. I was like, oh, my. Mm -hmm. It's an injury, you know, and it's fun. And it's a, you know, what do they call it? Like a rite of passage, a badge of honor. But cool. Get your first rip and then get smart and get some yeah. rips. Yeah. But I mean, I think Brooke Ants, um, not last year, but the year before, I think she could have, she would have been higher on the leaderboard, possibly on the podium if she wouldn't have had her hands ripped as bad as she was, as, as they were. Now, she didn't tell me that, but just from me watching how the games played out that year, um, I'm like, you could tell every time someone's grabbing the barbell and they're in a workout that's supposed to be their jam, it, you can see physically it's hurting them. It's like if you just didn't have that rip, if you just didn't have what, what if, you know, what if you didn't have that or whatever. You, you watch regionals or the games now, they're going in protected. And watch Murph the last couple of years. I guarantee yeah. half the field is wearing natural. If not, I would say more than half the field is wearing natural grips. I remember right. watching, you know, judging on there and they're all, their hands are protected because they know this is day yep. one. And if I get a rip now, it's got, you know, rope climbs, more pull-ups later, barbell movements, they're all being smarter. And I think that's just yeah. the, like anything, you know, we're, we learn every day too, when it comes to nutrition, you know, we preach eating anything you want and we've learned, Hey, you should eat a little smarter at times. I know my body reacts. Okay. When I have a couple vegetables every day mm -hmm. and, uh, but, you know, it's more fun to post pictures of donuts. Right. For sure. But then you got to commit the carbs to the vegetables too. So, I mean, you know, it's really just how you want to spend them, I guess, or whatever, but right. well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So now that I'm excited. More, I will say like, that's opened my eyes to eating more fruits and vegetables. Cause I have that when it was like, I got 190 grams of carbs. I was like cinnamon toast crunch or nothing. But now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can have a banana. I can have some broccoli. And Roz gets mad at me if I don't have vegetables. So yeah, it's uh, that's the good the good future wife in her, right? Keeping you healthy, and one right. day y'all will have a kid or two, and you'll want them to eat their vegetables. And that's the thing. I, sometimes I feel like, yeah, people have said that to me too. Like, well, so you're saying this stuff isn't healthy for you anymore? And I'm like, no, that's not even the conversation I'm having. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, that's not the conversation. I don't want to get into that. You know, I don't really feel the need to get into that. I'm just telling you, this these are my numbers, and I spend them this way. Yeah, you right. know if. Roz said something, was that today or last night when she said something about healthier? Yeah. What was that, yesterday? And I said, don't say that, it's not healthier. You know, she, what she was implying was like, whatever she was making was healthier than eating a donut. And I was like, well, that's, you know, relative. It's, it's maybe better quality, it might be more nutrient dense, but I wouldn't call it healthier. Well, yeah, that's a good point because like the, the weightlifter guy, Jason, I was talking to you about, which I still want to get an answer to his predicament, but he was eating so clean. He was eating so clean and he was like, actually, I, I can't eat this much food. And I'm like, well, you need to dirty it up. Here's the Snickers. I, I don't know. He's like, I can't eat this. I was like, you can scan that. You can eat that Snickers. That's fine. You know, I don't understand. But he was eating so clean. And then I found this picture of like your stomach full of vegetables versus your stomach full of meat. You know, it was, it was a vegetarian based kind of picture. But the point was, Jason, you, you're so full and you're eating all this food because all your plate is all this healthy stuff. If you could just come over to some mashed potatoes, you know, come over to some some rice or some pasta. But for so long, for so long, he's been told that's not healthy. That's not good for me. That's bad for me. You know, I mean, we're we're changing a mindset of like now we like like I'm not doing this, but like you're doing this, you know, like we're changing the macro people. He's already taking over us. No, the macro people that are out there doing this and like living this way and people are watching us like we're ch it's showing what we're trying to show people to do is so drastically different. You know what I mean? Than what society has told them for so long. All right. I have an idea and I want to okay. make sure it's on here because okay. uh, I don't want you to steal it. What okay. if we make natural drips with donuts on them? Oh, we could do that. That'd be good. You know, you have colors, right? But you don't have any designs, do you? Yeah, yeah, we can custom stamp anything on there. Um, there we yeah. go. What about if we have the, you know, 
that'll help yeah. that'll help uh, Roz and I travel and you know our goal is to promote this stuff for free put it out there there we go right right yeah you had that logo you're working on too so whatever, whenever yeah. that logo gets finalized we can put that on there and then we'll put it right on the hand and then as it rubs off you know it's time to get a <laughs> there you go that's right and then you're like and we could put like do it for the donuts oh, I love it. right on the hand yeah perfect yeah, well this is supposed to be 20 minutes and it's been an hour sorry <laughs> new you know new business ventures for shark tank maybe damon john will invest in that one we need to come up with something for damon to to, to hop on who is who is your favorite i mean obviously did your deal with robert hershevec right yeah yeah yeah, I mean, so I would say my favorite shark is Robert. You know, he's the sporty shark. We're very thankful to have him on the team. And he, you know, we did close the deal with him. So he owns 25% of the company. All the sharks are really good, though. You know, I don't know if it was because I was a veteran and they didn't want to come at me crazy or legitimately I was just ready for their questions. I mean, you have a year to prepare to be on that show. So I don't really know how you get up there and not be prepared for them. Um, but even Kevin was really nice and was like, Hey, give this, someone needs to give this girl a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars and let's move on, you know? So I had a really good experience with all of it and, um, I definitely would do it again, you know? So I'm not going to ask too many questions about it, but when, you know, everybody comes in with their pitch, do they tell you what to do or do they make you write something a little bit cheesy? Do they make it like end in a cheesy way? No, they don't. So, um, you know, I think that they're definitely they're massaging you through the process. You know, there's five rounds of cuts to be selected ultimately to be on the show. And when you get out there, you have to pitch in front of the producers and there's people that actually get cut because they aren't good enough in front of the producers. And so they actually go home and they never go in to see the sharks. So during that pitch to the producers, um, they give you some final tips and you go out and you do it with your assigned, you know, helper or whatever until they say, okay, you're ready to go. And then you get slotted for a time slot and hope that they have time to, to see you because they only film two times a year for two weeks each time. And they just stack and stack and rack the, the pitches and you just hope that you come up in the, in the queue. Uh, so I never felt, I never feel, I never felt like they were trying to like a gotcha moment or anything like that. But I was in it to win it. You know, I, I went there with the right intentions. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know what everybody else does, but I know of 147,000 companies that applied my season, only 217 got the opportunity to go out there. And of those, only 117 ever aired, you know, season six in my season. So I, when you start making those cuts, you know, you, I don't know why you would go there and try to make yourself look stupid, but a lot can happen in editing too. I was in there right. for an hour and 37 minutes. You only see like six to eight minutes of, of it. So uh, yeah, you never know. And the sharks are just people. They, they start like at 6 a.m. and they're there till like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I'm sure they're not as happy to the guy there at 11 o'clock that's pitching as they were at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's, nice. you know? that's a good point. So when, you know, the day after, was it nuts? Did you have to really prepare yourself for that? Um, the day after the day after uh, it aired. Oh yeah. So that night we had like a big party kind of like, I wanted to thank everybody that it helped us got to that point. We had like a big kind of like internal party. And then I went straight from the party to process orders. You know, I don't know. Cause I felt like I needed to work or whatever, but yeah, I mean, it definitely, we did $10,000 the month before shark tank, the month of shark tank, we did 137,000 in sales, you know, so it definitely takes you to another level. And now you feel like, well, I'm a shark tank company, so I can't just, this isn't good enough. I have to, I have to keep going. I have to keep this momentum up. And, and that's really where we focused on, you know, utilizing the investment from Robert, growing the company, laying the foundation, you know, um, doing what they wanted us to do with it. And then, and then continuing the momentum. It's all about, you know, having the momentum and leverage to continue to move forward. And, um, yeah, the, I would say the next couple of weeks were crazy. And then, um, yeah, it's definitely been nonstop since then, but it was never like that, you know, I mean, we are very thankful for all the marketing that we have with the shark tank connection. It's definitely something that our competitors don't have. And we, we don't take that lightly, you know, um, we also worked really hard to get that too. So I'm not apologetic for it either. <laughs> Well, Robert looks great, but if he ever does need help on his macros, you, you send them right to me. I know. He's such a little guy. So little. I wanted to try to introduce him to CrossFit, and I guess he like he's like, I run five miles a day and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's doing all right. But, you know, last thing, 
because you, you kind of touched on something in that statement there, you know, just for everybody listening, military, wife, mother, running a very, very good business, you know, crossfitting, how has flexible eating helped that? Is it just, you know, is it easier, harder than what you were doing in the past? I mean, I'm just saying you're so busy. Right. And that's an excuse people make. I'm too busy. I'm too this. I'm too that. So, you know, my last question to you is, is how has this helped your lifestyle? Well, it's helped my lifestyle because, well, I feel, I feel better fueled, you know, for the day to take it on from start to finish. Um, but I also just feel better about myself. You know, I mean, they say, look good, play good, feel good. You know, that that's the deal. So I, I feel better about myself. I'm not as self-conscious in certain situations as I was previously. I've never battled with being the fat kid or I've never I've never been at that level to that extreme, but but still I've always wanted better. I've always wanted to be better. I don't I don't feel like flexible eating is holding me back, making my life more complicated, taking time away from any of those things you just listed. I think it's just something I integrated in. I'm going to eat anyway, so let's just eat in these compartments. Let's just eat to these levels and I'm doing that as 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 consistently and closely as I can and I don't you know you don't have to ask me the definition of consistent I know the word the definition of consistent so I'm I'm doing that and and I'm seeing results and I want everybody to see that um, they just gotta put whatever those mental blocks are to the side and you're either gonna do it or you're not you know um, you're either at that point where you're ready to do it or you're not you know that whoever you whoever's listening to this right now you know that I can't tell you that Jason can't tell you that like nobody can tell you that you either ready to do it or you're not and what the hell do you have to lose that's the deal yeah. like, what do you have to lose you're gonna gain more weight you're gonna do that anyway you're gonna do that anyway if you yeah. don't do anything you're gonna do that anyway so don't use time as an excuse you got time to eat right now you got time to eat you eating you're living so let's just make sure you're eating in the right categories that's all I'm saying so I don't don't be your own worst enemy, for sure. I love it. Well, let's officially wrap up because we. Okay. I have a feeling between the three of us, we're going to talk a lot about macros, and we'll do that in person <laughs> next time. So okay, sounds good. Let me. Uh, let's give you guys a shout out. Where can people get a hold of the Natural Grip, and then where can they check out you if you want to put that out there? Um, yeah, so uh, follow us on our social media channels at The Natural Grip on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we have our website, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, thenaturalgrip.com. Uh, what code should they use, Jason, if they, they want to get a discount? Ackerman. Ackerman. They should. And that's yes. Roz or I now because, you know, she's going to be an Ackerman. So that was, right. I, was I was surprised when she put that out there because I, I was, you know, it was weird to see. It was weird to see that. But, uh, hey. Get your get your mind get your mind right. All right, you're about to be married. That's right. Um, yeah, definitely use that code if you want 15% off. Um, you know, your hands are the most important tool that you have when it comes to working out. So keep them protected. Um, yeah, th that's how you can get a hold of us, the company. For me, I'm kind of locked down on social media because a lot of crazies come at me. Um, but <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Uh, he'll post my transformation picture so far. But it's not the beginning and the end. I'm still in the process. So. And I'm I'm cool with that. So I just like your other girl that's ready to, to she was one year in. I'm excited to see where I'll be, you know, one year in and uh, what it will look like then. So a, a lot of crazies come at me. You just happen to be one of them. So Oh that, <laughs> that means a lot. Thank you. So hey, one of them I've got engaged to, so you never know. Okay. You never know. So <laughs> it's been really great chatting with you. You're a lot of fun to have on here. I'm gonna post this link i'm going to put it up on the podcast and i'll put you know i'll direct them to the natural grip and, and to use the code Ackerman. but thank you so much and um we will probably do this again when you're i like that you know when you're at 365 you know another two you know 204 days from now right i have a feeling you will be at 120 eating substantially more food that sounds good to me Yay. awesome well thank you so much ashley and it was great chatting with you awesome